0: Okay, with Lila Ruth, uh, Memoriam is the short film. It's a two-minute dance film. I love the sound design in this film. It's really impactful. There's really no music. It's which it's rare for a dance film, but it's really kind of the heartbeat. And there, you could obviously you can interpret it however you want to. But I guess this is a kind of a personal film about your dad, correct?
1: It's very personal. Yes, that's hundred percent correct.
0: But like you said, people people can watch it and they can just take it for however they want to. They can, it's, there's, it's emotional and it's about life and it's about death. I, I can interpret that, but it's not, you know what I mean? And then they can, we can, we can take it forever, project however we want in your film, so.
1: That's correct. I really love producing art that, um, you know, obviously I have my own personal feelings and what I want to say, um, but I kind of love just putting it out there and then receiving the interpretations back um and i was really surprised at the wide amount of interpretations that there were um about what the film was about how it was created what the sound was behind it what the final message was um it was really interesting and i found the people that it had impacted the most were the people who had gone through um a similar experience like i did with my dad's illness so it was pretty pretty amazing
0: so yes yeah, well like you're talking about the audience uh, feedback video
1: Yes, that and also when I like initially posted it on my own Facebook page, um, you know, a lot of people just had different interpretations about what it was.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, it's very personal for me. Uh, this kind of the, the like cancer and then the like kind of like a sudden pa- passing. So I feel Super for sudden. you, and it's like you 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 expressed yourself. You I guess you kind of said in the blog interview where you just had to go out. You didn't know how to. There's there's so many feelings and emotions and people are asking you how you're feeling. And of course it's yes. an impossible question, right? <laughs> totally. You just went out there and kind of created what you were feeling, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, I did. This for film through um what I what I experienced um definitely like the production of it for sure, I say like it it kept me alive. Um basically my dad started declining last um actually around this time last year. Um and uh it, it, it was, it was sudden, but also not sudden. Like we knew that he was diagnosed with terminal cancer, but the shift for him was super fast. Like he was doing really great. And we thought we would have, you know, some more time. And then literally like, you know, he was out at a reunion with his buddies and then got a little sick. And then within, you know, a few days we like the doctor was like, hey, hospice. And we were like, whoa, whoa. Um, but what happened is that in normal life, I'm a show producer and a dancer and a choreographer. Um, and I was booked, you know, through a long time with shows. Um, so when my dad got sick, um, you know, my mother's also a cancer survivor herself. And she was not able to handle everything on her own. So I had to sort of leave my career life and step in and start, start caring for them, which honestly is an honor for me. I'm truly honored to have done it. Um, And I, you know, when I sort of got the idea from this film um, you know, I scheduled the uh, well, actually it's the second uh, we filmed it twice because the first one I wasn't super happy with. So the product that you see is the second filming, Um, but it really kept, my um, creativity and emotions at bay because I knew that I would be able to express them through this film, um, which allowed me to sort of do the job that I needed to do. Um, you know, my dad was a fire chief. He ran a writer's group. Um, he wasn't just like a leader in our family, but in a lot of different communities. So um, I had to uh, sort of... He was of a fire chief and, and
0: he was a writer and writer's group. So he was a writer and yep. a fire, uh, fire chief.
1: Yes. So he was a firefighter. Um, And moved all the way up the ranks to division chief, which is the highest um, rank in Buffalo that you can achieve without being, you know, like, without it being a political office. Um, The next step is the commissioner's office after that, as far as I know. Um, And uh, then once he retired from the fire department, he started a career as a writer and he has two published books. He started a writer's group, um, you know, encouraging new authors to Uh, submit their work. He helped get some people published in newspapers and books. He was a pretty cool guy.
0: Wow. And then you obviously became an artist yourself. Did he support your endeavors? I'm assuming he did.
1: Totally. I mean, I've been dancing since I was three. (laughs) A really long time, Um, but uh, yeah, my dad has always supported my artistic and dance endeavors. But fun fact: a few years ago, he told me he actually doesn't love dancing, (laughs) I was like, "Whoa, (laughs) okay." But that's fine; it's my um, my communication outlet. So there you go.
0: Well, you're an amazing dancer, and obviously, it's my limited uh, of watching you this film. You're you're quite (laughs) exceptional. You did the choreography uh, too, correct?
1: Stephen and I did it together, yeah. Stephen's the dancer. partner who
0: worded, so yes. Steven, you, you worked with him before, I'm assuming?
1: To be totally honest, I actually met Stephen um, last time around Thanksgiving time. Um, and when my dad, um, we, we met, like, you know, as dancers do, we like to go out dancing to live music. So we actually met um, out dancing at a live music venue um, with some other dance professionals. And then we sort of, like, stayed in touch on social media, et cetera, um when my dad got sick um you know normally what what my current uh the jobs that I have been doing are I'm a tap dancer and a tap teacher um I produce shows and I mostly play in like the lindy hop swing dancing world and I choreograph musicals so steven is a champion west coast swing dancer which is a swing dance form which is kind of like a child of lindy hop um But it is different. It's very different. So I met Steven out dancing. Um, We kind of stayed in touch when my dad got sick and I realized I was going to have to be commuting from Clearwater to Buffalo pretty regularly. um, I basically had to bring my schedule down. So like, you know, I was basically trying to do all of my jobs in three days a week. Um, And then I was up in Buffalo four days a week. Um, And then um, so what I realized very quickly is that I had no dance for me on my schedule. I was teaching a lot and choreographing. Mm -hmm. Um, So Stephen also travels a lot. So I reached out to him and was like, hey can I just work with you and take some lessons in whatever dance form it is that you do? (laughs) Cause I didn't know a lot about West coast swing at the time. Um, And then, you know, then at the same time, this project was happening. So I asked if he'd be a part of the video with me and he 150% said yes. So we created that together. um, And honestly, the choreography flowed so fast. Like we scheduled to do it. And like in 15 minutes it was completed. We made some tweaks, but not tons. Um, The only thing that we had a little bit of a challenge with was the lift work and not because both of us aren't experienced in lifts it's just that I've learned acrobatic lifts and he's learned dance lifts and they're just two completely different techniques actually acrobatic lifts are really um, base driven and dance lifts are really flyer driven so we sort of had to just practice that a little bit more to match up our skills but turned out great (laughs) I believe it's safe to
0: say that you're kind of shooting in a not as like you're not shooting in a studio and he's got you mm-hmm. like up in the air and behind his shoulders there's there's a little bit of trust i guess you had for him
1: i really do trust him that's true yeah and when we when we first shot the video um we actually shot it on the beach in clearwater um before he moved out to the west coast um he now lives on the west coast so that's partially why we filmed the video out there Um, But we were, I don't know the exact dimensions, but the dance floor, you know, if you watch the video is, is actually a very small panel. Um, It's not maybe like 20 by 2030, like like it's not huge. Um, So it was a challenge to do those lifts and you can't see it, but the right where the um, edge of the video is, you have a cliff going down, but then you have a hill going up. So the videographer was actually shooting from a hill, (laughs) which was really amazing. And that last lift that we did, um, you know, where he pushes me up into the sky, we had to do that about 25 times in a row. Not because we weren't doing the lift correctly, because the camera person was trying to get the shot of the light coming through the trees. It was like the exact moment. Gotcha. Um, And we did that right on the edge and it was scary for both of us, but we made it go right.
0: Have you made a dance film before this, this project?
1: Not like this. No, this is the first time like this. Yeah. I've done like little stuff where I've shot myself and, you know, edited it myself, but this was the first um, like actual dance film I've made. Yeah.
0: That you're going to submit to festivals and get it out there. And (laughs) so, so basically, so the, the, the aesthetic, so the, first of all, how did, where did you find your team? So you had, we talked about your part. Where did like, you find your videographer? Yeah. Where you?
1: Yeah. So, Stephen, um, I told you how um, he and I connected. Yeah. And um, he's still my teacher and mentor in West Coast Swing. And I see him all the time. I'm actually flying out to Seattle to work with him again next week. Um, and um, so, Leafy, um, one of the camera people and assistants, um, is a musician. Um, he lives in Florida, um, near where Stephen used to live and where I live. Um, he has a band called Leafy Green and the Various Vikings, um, okay. and he is fully a working musician in this area, very popular musician. He used to live in Seattle, um, so that's how he knows Stephen. They're friends from okay. you know the, okay. that West Coast swing dance scene. Um, Doug is also a friend of Leafy and Stephen's, um, and when the first video didn't work out, um leafy called doug and was like hey um we really need you to do this project and he said yes which i was very grateful for doug is also a champion swing dancer in a few different swing forms um he has won uh videography you know for in film festivals before and honestly one of the most creative people i've ever met um he's really really cool guy um and a humanitarian too, you know, he'll like go to a country and observe that something needs to be handled in the country and then um, like do a fundraiser for it and then go clean up trash along trails. And I can't remember what the country is right now, but like, he's just a great guy. Um, and then the sound producer, uh, Buck is a friend of mine. We met through a mutual singer friend and Buck is actually a Grammy winner. He um, I think he has six Grammys from um, producing for uh, Chick Korea. Chick
0: yeah fantastic so cool job! Team. great names too everybody's got a great name
1: <laughs> yeah that's true that's true
0: buck leafy
1: <laughs> yeah that's right that's right
0: that's so then so then you just like in terms of like uh because uh, you you directed the film i guess that's the i guess it's like if you want to uh so did you what did you say to the two camera operators did you like did you what kind of direction did you give them to shoot did you guys set everything up like it's a dance film, so I'm sure you have to repeat the, the the same moves again, like what was yeah how was that experience for you?
1: It was great. We shot it for about an hour. Um yeah. the property is the that we were on is a uh, is um it's on Doug's property in Oregon, actually. So um Stephen and I did the choreography. I knew for sure some, you know, I don't have a ton of experience in film, so um I knew for sure I wanted it to be like one shot, I did not want a lot of edits. Um, I wanted the camera work to really pulse with the dancing yeah. um, so that it became a part of the breath uh, and a part of the ebb and flow of the whole video. Um, and basically, you know, we, um, I, we all happened to be in the same town at the same time, which was an absolute miracle. Um, so I basically, you know, we drove um, from uh, Seattle out to Doug's house in Oregon. Um, and you know, we spent the night and then the morning of, I basically explained my vision to Doug fully. He really listened to me. He totally duplicated exactly what I wanted. Um, we had some rehearsal and then we basically went out and it took us about an hour to shoot that whole thing. And the final shot is the shot that we used in one take and we made no mistakes in that take. So, and, and as soon as that was done, we were like, well, we got it. That's a wrap.
0: Gotcha. And then okay, yeah. And then you're in editing and then you got, you talked about the sound design, but in terms of mm-hmm. like, was it always going to be in black and white? And then the red dress, was that always your, no,
1: no, that was Doug's idea actually. Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. I loved it.
0: So you just, so you shot it thinking it was going to be in color and then you're just, you're, you're in editing and it's like, let's make this black and white.
1: Yeah, that was for sure. 100% Doug's idea. And I, as soon as he said it, I was like, heck yeah. Um, yeah, it was for sure the right step to create, uh, what I wanted, but, you know, that's so great about working with other creative people who have skills in different, uh, you know, mediums, um, you know, like my, he, he, i was able to because you know i was able to clearly articulate my vision and he you know took his his skill set and brought it to the next
0: level yeah. so that was really cool that you just, same you
1: just with steven you know and leafy it was the same
0: thing yeah you just described like filmmaking in a nutshell it's like the person has a vision <laughs> yes. and then everybody makes it five percent better right so yeah right yeah that's the, right a bad collaborator can make it five percent worse at first that's sort of the the theory i guess of filmmaking yeah. Yeah, that's so yeah, a great job. So it's almost like for Thank me, you. it's like, it's like the, the, the sound design is like heart, It's like, and then she's, she's in color and she's getting her kind of like getting her herself back, I guess. Right. Trying yeah. Kind of getting her, her like, like her emotional or spiritual world kind of back and kind of find the meaning of life, I guess, in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. The original concept of the video um, actually started. Um, I had thought about making a video, but what happened was, is, um, (laughs) I actually, um, so because of the kind of cancer that my dad had, he was very confused because of the cancer. Um, he was also a very large man. And as I explained before, was a fire chief. So very used to being in charge. Um, ironically, even though he has fully gone into crawl spaces his whole life and put out fires and saved people. He is incredibly claustrophobic, so um, I think his, just his necessity level and doing his job allowed him to, um, you know, yeah. do that task well. Um, but he, um, you know, getting into an MRI machine was extremely challenging for him. So he was confused. He was huge, um, and basically, in order to get him to do the MRI, I had to physically get into the machine with him um, and hold his hand. Um,
0: you know, uh, he lot some... I do not even know that was allowed.
1: Yep. Well, I was, I, yes, they made a special exception for me <laughs> wow. in a lot of ways. Um, That's so love I right basically, there. Craw- yeah, I crawled in with him and um, you know, when somebody's anxious, you know, I have children. So like if somebody is upset, you know, you kind of put your hand on them, try and pace your breathing with their breathing to slow it down. So as that was happening, the MRI machine started making these really interesting rhythms. And I was like, oh great, this will, keep my attention for the half hour that I have to be perfectly still in this terrible machine. So I started listening to the rhythms and then kind of timing my breath with the rhythm. Um, And then later that night, I came back to my room at night and I just recorded those grooves in some different time signatures. And then I decided on one. um, And that's when I called Buck and said, Hey, I have this idea for this, this thing. Can you help me? Um, And he was like, heck yeah, come on over. Um, So then basically we found a heartbeat. Um, that matched the groove that I had heard in the MRI machine, but we reversed it. Um, And then each individual breath that you hear is my breath, but it's not a repeated breath. Every breath is a new breath in in the individual time, because we really wanted to sound like it was actually breathing and not like a canned um, thing over and over again. Um, And yeah, yeah. That's basically how well,
0: that. Just, <laughs> I mean, that's why it's so unique and so like so effective. It's because it's yeah. real, I guess, right?
1: It is real, yeah. And you know, Stephen and I, when we were creating the actual dance piece, had a lot of conversation about you know the angles and who's playing what character. You know, originally, um, you know, he was going to be me, and I was going to be my dad. I think we kind of settled on, I was sort of the person dying and he was kind of like the angel of death, Um, you know, and that can be, um, you know, it's very like, it's, it's when somebody is passing away, it's very sad, but it also is a part of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I experienced um, with my dad passing is that we're, there was a lot of anxiety for him. Um, and then in the end, you know, he sort of like, was like, okay, cool. This is what it needs to happen. Um, and that is what, for me, now I'm telling you my interpretation of it. Um, but the final lift at the end. Yeah. yeah, Like that's the, that's sort of like what that signifies is the person, um, kind of submitting to the inevitable inevitable that they had kind of been resisting the whole time. Mm -hmm. And Steven's character, you know, although the angel of death can be, um, viewed as something very dark, um, was actually, you know, in our mind, a little bit of a calming presence to try and just gently guide the person through what they needed to get through to do what they needed Mm -hmm. to do. Um, so that was kind of our premise for that. Um, you know, and like I said, death is a part of life. So, you know, people, you know, with their different, you know, religious beliefs or beliefs in spirituality or not, you know, that can sort of be interpreted however you want, but in the end, that's kind of, you know, Based on what I saw with my dad, it's kind of all the same same thing anyway. So, well, you, you say
0: he may not like dancing, but I'm sure he would like this
1: Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, and honestly, um, the first film he, my dad passed on August 5th, and I filmed it in Seattle on uh, no, sorry, in Oregon on August 21st.
0: Oh, so it's um, it's fresh. He it was like like oh, yeah. less than two weeks later. Wow. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, later, and yeah. just that that trip was fully coordinated with both of my parents. They knew that it was coming, that I wanted to do it, that it was you know, it was the only time we could all get together. They both knew about it and supported it. So, um, but I first filmed it in Clearwater um, in June and there were so many um, challenges. The biggest challenge, we filmed it on the beach in Clearwater which is why the pictures are of the beach because the shots turn out great. But there was so much wind on that day Um, And we had done rehearsals on the beach, but it was just one of those days where the wind was super strong, way too strong. You know, our things kept moving and we kept getting like if the dance shot was great, it had people in it, but there was really no way to avoid it. So um, I actually just, you know, based on all of that, you know, the team that that filmed that everything was great. They did a great job. It was completely unavoidable. So um, but I'm happy that i shot the film the version that you saw after my dad had passed because it really gave me um a new insight into the process and i basically you know went into the woods and hung yeah, out with yeah. my friends for three days which was pretty uh, pretty therapeutic for it, me too
0: so well, it was good <laughs> i guess it, it seems like both you needed to do both in a sense yes
1: right? i did yeah. i did
0: and it, that's yeah, how it that's great. how the, the second film wouldn't be what it is unless you didn't do the first film it seems like
1: but. no Yeah, it's true. It definitely uh, showed me what I needed to do better, and that happens. You know, you just got to keep going. That's all. So
0: the question is: Is are you gonna keep making dance films? You got definitely definitely. So
1: a hundred percent, yeah. Um, I have another one in mind, um, another two in mind right now. Um, Actually, about fifty in mind. It's really just a matter of funding. So that's
0: what I'm working on currently. Well, I wish you the best, the luck. I always say for the podcast. We're both from the same, born and raised in the same kind of area. So yeah, so cool. Niagara Falls, Buffalo area. So we we uh, we're, right. we're bonded, even though we're different countries, but uh, <laughs> from different countries. Yes, so yes. A bond, I guess. Right. So
1: totally. Yeah. This. It, it's hard not to. If you haven't, you know, this this area of the country is definitely special. When I go away, I forget how special and united it is until I come home. Like I said, you know, before when I was flying in. Uh, everybody was wearing Bills gear and said, go Bills when the plane landed. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so people, people don't know. It's like, there could be like a war going on, but the first news story at <laughs> six o'clock news will be about the Buffalo Bills in, yeah, all, in, in yeah. July. Right. So it's like, it it's doesn't totally it doesn't matter. true.
1: Last year when my dad got sick, um, I was in the hospital with him on the day that the Bills played the Patriots in Orchard Park in the stadium. And um, I had every doctor, nurse, patient, person yeah. that came in and out. All the security guards were watching the game. Nobody cared about anything. I mean, they did. But you know what I mean? It was no, like, I know what you That mean. was what was going on. But I walked out and, you know, Buffalo is like, I mean, it's a small town, but it definitely has city life. At 8 o'clock on Saturday night, the streets were totally Nobody was on them. Yeah. I literally was the only person driving home. That's because everybody was either at the game or watching the game somewhere. So, yeah, no, they, <laughs> they the,
0: there's a stat there that like the the television view, on, it's, it's like 60, 65, 70% of the audience in that area is watching the football game, which is unbelievable if you think about yeah. it, right? So it's totally just, like, unbelievable. And then, yeah. like, and then I was, I was, I was getting, I was worried because at the next week they lost like probably one of the greatest heartbreaking games. No. the history of mankind so I'm sure the hospital wasn't uh doing so well that that
1: week. (laughs) yeah totally
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you so much so I would love to talk thank you for this opportunity I think that like I said I think this is a brilliant film in so many regards like you you didn't do it was so quick like it's like two minutes and you like I said I love 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 the the sound design it's like more people more dance films obviously I see a lot of dance films they they it's like the like the sound design not the music it's like it's just so effective and i'm I'm glad that i was able to watch your film and we got the show thank you
1: thank you very much yeah i was really happy um when that happened and uh the film started as for sure a passion project i mean I i really did it for me so that i had a voice a place to put my emotions so that i could just do what i needed to do to help my parents um, but it has for sure, you know, its popularity has sure um, you know, I've started writing a memoir and it's becoming a vessel for me to um help get my dad's book sold and I wrote a song and just like a lot of really cool things have come from it. So I'm happy Yeah, I no, it.
0: that's like it's like the 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 the, the positivities and then uh, of the of the great tragedy, I guess, right? So you're yeah kind of flipping it around. So it's a it's an amazing I know it's easier said than done, but it's a I know. It's very difficult what you went through and, you're, and how you are able to, to finish it and uh, is kind of amazing. So keep Thank making you. dance films. That's basically all I'm saying. <laughs> I will. Thank you so all much. Right. All right. We'll talk again soon. Bye. One, two, three, four, five,
1: six, and eight, Schlemiel, Schlemizer, Incorporated.